Howdy folks, welcome to the next episode of Why We Walk. Today we're interviewing Don Baird. This interview goes a little bit longer than some of the previous interviews, but I think there's some very important information um, in this interview. He talks about uh, his inspiring story of being a caregiver, but then also is very open and vulnerable with some of the struggles that caregivers go through. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Well, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. My pleasure. And so what's your connection with Alzheimer's disease? Well, my wife was diagnosed um, in 2009. She was diagnosed when she was at, at the age of 57. Uh, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Mm. And then we struggled with it for five years, and I went through being her primary caregiver <clears throat> as she, the disease progressed uh, to getting caregivers in the home because I was still working. Um, right to having to move her into memory care and then to watching her in memory care for a year until she finally um, succumbed to the disease in December of 2013. Mm. She she was 62 at the time. Wow. So, so she had, obviously, uh, she had younger onset Alzheimer's. Mm, so this is why you walk. Do you have a specific story you'd like to share with us? Well, that's basically it. I mean, I spent five years being a caregiver for my wife who... Um, as I said, was 57 at the time, and one doesn't think that uh, you'd end up getting Alzheimer's. Right. I, I um, and quite frankly, that uh, by the way, I, I tell this story. I speak on the behalf of Alzheimer's, telling this story and basically caregiving tips. Mm. Um, and I'm the classic of not reaching for help, which is so often true of people that are caregivers of folks with Alzheimer's because you're just overwhelmed with everything coming at you that you never think, well, where else can I get help? And, and quite frankly, and I've heard this from others as well, when you get the diagnosis, um, it comes as such a shock <clears throat> that even though the doctor will, they brought in a, um, a social worker to tell me all the different resources that were available to help me, like the Alzheimer's Association, like Amazing Place, uh, and others. Well, I didn't hear any of that because I was still in shock, and so you know, right. I went out, uh, you know, kind of thinking, okay, what's next? And I got some books on it, which were pretty depressing. I did get Frank Boyle's book, The Alzheimer Caregiver Guide, and which was very good. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until 2010, about a year. Well, yeah, almost a year and a half after she was diagnosed, when I was struggling with this, that some friends of mine asked me to walk in the Alzheimer's walk on their team. And that was the first contact I had with the Alzheimer's Association. Um, as it turns out, I was the number one fundraiser that year in the next six years in a row. Wow. Um, and so... Um, I got involved with the Alzheimer's Association when they told me I was number one fundraiser, and I, had, I think I had raised maybe $8,600 a year. And I said, well, if I'm number one fundraiser at $8,600, you guys have a problem. Um, and so I met with Alexa, and um, I said, what we need to do is put together a committee of all the top fundraisers and figure out how we can raise more money. So that's kind of how I got involved in the walk. Right. And then that, that's how I got involved involved with the the, uh, the association. 
and then uh, they, they asked me to be on the board and then I became chairman of the walk about three years ago I have not done it in the last two um, I am president-elect of the board for next year however so very cool well so um, aside from the fundraising I guess what what's your favorite part of the walk and what are you looking forward to this year well actually it's interesting because I've been doing it now this will be my ninth year eighth year I guess and you get to know different people through the association and through other groups. And, um, you know, the, the, for example, the Amazing Place has a, a big team, and we always compete. My, my little team of five of us, Cheryl's friends, competes with their team of 50. And um, and the Belmont Village team and all. It's just fun to see all these people that over the years I have um, sort of, quote, competed with uh, for fundraising. But we all know it's for a good cause, and we all, all have the same interest of trying to find an end for all members. That's awesome. It's about the people. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's the people and the and the excitement. I mean, it was the first year we used to ride, walk around uh, uh, Minute Maid Park, which was actually a pretty good walk. Um, but the University of uh, the U of H campus is actually a better walk too, as it's kind of more enclosed. We don't have traffic and things. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the people and they had the tents, and there's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm to start with. Uh, so walk day, walk day is really a lot of fun, and it's, it's only a three mile walk, so it's nothing really strenuous, right? And most everybody can do it. Well, very good. Um, you you know you've kind of already answered this, but I might as well ask again. How how has the Alzheimer's Association impacted your life? Well, I mean, not only have they helped you know that quite frankly they helped when i was uh, finally got in, involved with them i used their website to find uh, memory care units i didn't understand what type of a facility they had for alzheimer's patients i mean you hear of nursing care or or um, uh, independent care or assisted living but most people don't understand that memory care is a facility in an assisted living facility that basically had locked doors and it's for Alzheimer's patients because they tend to wander. Um, and so I used the, the resources through the Alzheimer's Association to find 10 different locations within about an eight mile range of where I lived. Mm. Um, and I went out and interviewed everyone. Uh, and that was kind of a traumatic thing too because again, my wife was relatively young I had never been to a facility. Have you been to any of the uh, memory care units? No, sir. Okay. Because it sounds like you're relatively young. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, say, <laughs> I say that being 72. So, um, <laughs> so this was, you know, I was in my, in my early 60s at the time. And you go in there, and as nice as they can be, and there are some very nice um, facilities, you still have people sitting in wheelchairs and walking around with walkers and and some can talk and some can't talk and it's not a very pleasant place. Mm. And unless you're prepared for that, which I wasn't, uh, it's very difficult. And so the first place I went, um, and I, in fact, I went to that one because I had met the lady that was their marketing director through the walk and she was a big fundraiser. So I called her, I said, I'd like to take a look. She arranged a, a tour, and I walked in, and within four minutes, I realized I'm not ready for this. 
Right. And the lady, the lady that was showing me through the facility could tell that I was, I kind of broke out in a cold sweat and I said, I can't do this. And uh, I said, I'll come back later. And so I, I you know, and I had been a, a, a sales executive. I ran sales organizations throughout the world for uh, technology companies. And I thought, this is crazy. I mean, I, I can't, um, how am I going to make a decision if I can't walk through the place? So I ended up doing what I would do in a business environment. I built a spreadsheet. And I, so I had all the questions I needed to ask about the facility. Like, you know, do they, are they single rooms? Can you have your own furniture? Do they have showers in the room? Does somebody, you know, how many um, caregivers are there or how many attendants are there per resident? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they, you know, on-site cooked meals? The whole thing. So I made it very clinical so I could walk through, fill out my spreadsheet, and that way I was able to get through it and finally choose a place. Right. Uh, but it is it's a little disconcerting the first time you go in. Right, I can imagine. One last thing about the association that, yeah. that I got involved in afterwards, but they have a number of support groups for caregivers as well. Mm. Um, so they have they have programs for the those folks with the the early onset, and there's confusion by that. By that, by the way, I may be telling you all this stuff you know, but there's there's younger onset, which is a specific disease that's those that get diagnosed before 65 then there's early onset and that's a condition of the disease and and that's basically when you first get on alzheimer's you'll be have early onset and you can still function pretty well because the dementia has not set in right um and so they have programs for early onset they've got photography classes and they've got uh, dog training classes and and the like which are really good for the the alzheimer's patients but as importantly they also have um, support groups for caregivers. Mm-hmm. And being a caregiver, as you may guess, is very difficult. It's yes, very right. challenging, both physically, mentally, emotionally. And um, so I facilitated the, the Younger Onsets care uh, support group for some time until after my wife died, um, and actually a little bit after she died because it's just really good to get all these people together that kind of have a common focus of being a caregiver for their loved one that is still of a pretty young age and you know they some of them have kids in college or sometimes have kids in high school um, anyway that's another thing that they they do and, and i was happy to do so so um, anyway it's a great great organization i'm happy to work with them absolutely and uh you know i know they appreciate you and i certainly appreciate everything you've done and taking the time to do this interview. Okay, not a problem. So that was Don Baird. We really appreciate everything he does. If you want more information, you can go to www.alz.org Texas. This is why we walk.